Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is World Awakenings, the fast track to enlightenment. With me, your host, Carl Gruber. World Awakenings is a podcast dedicated to opening your mind, your heart, and your eyes to the fact that the world's population is now, more than ever, awakening to the truth of all things metaphysical and spiritual, and just how much they play an all-important role in our moment-to-moment daily life. So come with me on this enlightening experience as I interview metaphysical and spiritual experts as we discuss and debate and delve deep into the hows and whys of this worldwide awakening. This is Carl Gruber, and I'd like to have you read my ebook, The Three Pillars A Simple Three Step Process to Manifest Positive and Permanent Change in Your Life. This short 32 page ebook will teach you how to become a successful, consistent co creator with the Law of Attraction to manifest the life you truly desire, and it's absolutely free. Just go to my website, CarlGruberLifeCoach.com. That's K-A-R-L-G-R-U-B-E-R lifecoach.com. Click on the header titled About Me and get the free download today. Downloading and reading my free ebook, The Three Pillars, will positively change your life. All right, welcome once again, everybody, to episode number five of World Awakenings, the fast track to enlightenment. I am your host, Carl Gruber, and I am a certified Law of Attraction life coach. I love doing this show. Uh, We talk about why the population of the world is now, more than ever, becoming enlightened and awakened to all things spiritual and metaphysical in the world. 
And one of the things I like to do is bring some of the, the best guests online that are experts in this area. And today I'm very honored to uh, have a lady on that I have known for a few years uh, in this business. So we're both certified Law of Attraction Life Coaches. And I am talking about Nori Love. And Nori, thank you so much for coming to World Awakenings today. I'm, I'm honored to have you as my guest. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm so happy to be here with you. Yeah. Thank you, Nori. Now, let me get this straight, too. I, I know you're a, a lady of many hats. Um, first of all, you're appropriately named Love you know, because you really are the personification of love in so many ways, shapes, and forms. Besides being a law of attraction life coach, you're also a um, certified hypnotherapist, and you're also a Reiki practitioner. I am a Reiki master. First of all, let's go back to what uh, what attracted you to to uh, the law of attraction, becoming a life coach in the first place. So I think I mean, this 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 new level of understanding just kind of came to me the other day, you know, because I I came to the planet with the fabric of who I am, you know, I I realized that there was something about me that helped little creatures become well and then I realized it it transferred to humans as well and I shaped this physical world around who I came to be so back in back before I even knew law of attraction existed I was um I was obese in my bedroom you know, maybe 16 years old and looking at myself in the mirror. And I just knew that if I could get a vision of, of the way that I wanted to be, that I could make it happen if I could focus on it every day. So this was a million years ago, right? I mean, law of attraction wasn't even a thing then. Um, so naturally I fell into the arms of Abraham back in the eighties and fell in love with law of attraction or, you know, it was just so, um, it's just so synchronistic for me. It just made sense. Mm -hmm. So going on to become a coach just seemed like the next thing to do. You know, part of my, I consider myself a healing artist and, and that's one of my tools, you know, in, in my little healing artist bag. <laughs> Very neat. Well, you're not obese and you're not 16 years old anymore. Oh, well, let, let me, um, let me just say, I mean, so evidently you intuitively knew that you had this this gift of uh, of offering a lot to the world, and you're already evidently connected in some way psychically to uh, your, your gifts. Yes, I was, and and interestingly, and really out of character. When I was about 10 years old, my father, who was, you know, a blue-collar worker in Manhattan, gave me a book um, on how to, how to know or how to develop your psychic powers. Very, very out of character. Wow. Yes, yes. So, so little things like that, you know, continued to happen over time. Um, as I got older and, you know, went into nursing, I was more of a reluctant healer, you know, because it wasn't as accepted the way that it is now. So I 
I was like an in the closet healer, you know, and I would close the door to the ICU and, you know, do what I did with patients. But I didn't tell my coworkers I was doing things Mm. like that. Oh, that's right. By the way, uh, uh, Nori is a registered nurse on top of everything else. (laughs) That was my proving ground, you know, because I was reluctant to come out of the closet and, um, I decided that if I could go and work in the burn and the trauma ICU, you know, amid all of the chaos and the electrical interference and, you know, being around people who were not believers, you know, and if the universe showed me that I was healer there, then I would believe it. And, you know, I had undeniable experiences. So, you know, it was then that things just started showing up on my path. You know, I mean, i studied Reiki way back in the day, but of course I wanted to retake it with Evelyn from Quantum Edge uh, Healing Institute. So um, I did recently do that, but it led me to life coaching and life coaching led me to hypnotherapy and hypnotherapy led me back to Reiki and here I am. Wow. You know, it's interesting that you said you um, early on in your life you were reluctant to come out of the closet about your gifts. Um, How many people, I mean, would you guess there are, and I'm guessing there's a couple million or more in the world that have these gifts, but because of the way the world is, you know, you know, well, you you, you have to be this way, you can't believe that, you know, they're, they're taught these dogmas, they either A, forget their gifts, or they just stuff them away and they don't develop them and allow them to come into being because, you know, the world teaches, oh, none of this stuff is real. But as you and I know, and I've interviewed scientists like Brendan D. Murphy, who proves that all of all of these things in the unseen realm are real. Quantum physics, quantum science has proved it. And yet the world is still, no, no, no. If I can't see it, I don't believe it. But, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that. But I'd like to find out more. What attracted you? Could, could you discuss your hypnotherapy more and exactly what is that all about? And it, interestingly, this can be traced back to um, my early days. I don't know how. I, I think it was when I was devouring, you know, spiritual and metaphysical books that a hypnotherapy book crossed my path. Um, and I practiced, you know, when I was losing the weight and opening to my gifts more. Um, And I actually was so practiced, Carl, that I was able to have a root canal done with no anesthesia. (laughs) Absolutely. Now, I don't think I could do it now because, you know, because I've had a lot of life experience and my perception of pain is way different than it was back then. So Uh I don't know that I could get back to that place. But so hypnotherapy showed up early along my path. And I love hypnotherapy because all of the answers are within. All of our answers really are in our subconscious mind, which is our wise mind or our greater mind. But the answers get buried. They get buried with the chatter, they get buried with insecurity, they get buried with the tapes that habitually run, you know, so I had the tape running, you know, you're just a fat girl, and, you know, you might as well just eat, you know, so I had that tape running until I had to go in, and you can get, okay, so we talk a lot about um, limiting beliefs, right, we talk a lot about limiting beliefs, 
in, in law of attraction where we go back and we go, wow, that's a limiting belief. I'm limiting myself here. I can be so much more than this. Hypnotherapy allows me to go back in with the person and go to the point of the limiting decision. And once you get that insight on the limiting decision, it's really easy to shift. And the beautiful part is the the calculating mind, the conscious mind, the chattery mind, the you know analytical mind is just resting. So the the person can meet with that limiting decision in a way that is so magical and so symbolic and you know for some people they can meet with their wise mind and they may meet a person on the beach you know that they see rolling across the screen in their mind and the wise person comes to them and tells them something or gives them something and that removes the limiting decision and then the limiting belief is gone or people may have symbolic things you know where they're in a field and a, and a, a deer comes up to them and they look in the deer's eye and the deer imparts something I mean there I can tell you stories that are so amazing and they're so sweet and if you look at them you're like wow okay that's interesting but it's only later when it kind of unfolds for the person and they realize that they don't have that limiting belief anymore so that the grief is gone or the cigarettes they don't have the desire anymore or they look at food in a whole different way that they they're you know they gravitate to things that just naturally makes them lose weight and there's a lot of other reasons to use it too but um those are pretty much the ones that most people know about you know, I, I just for a moment, I, I want to step back here because I know you mentioned uh, animals. And from what I see, you know, I, I look at uh, a lot of your social media, you seem to have a real connection uh, with animals, in particular birds. And uh, what is the story with uh, with all the feathers showing up in your life that uh, seem to be a good uh, a symbol for you? Is that amazing or what? Well, <laughs> so, oh my goodness, so this is like a light bulb moment. The first time that I really realized that I had a gift was I was a little girl and a baby bird fell out of the nest mm. and it just totally you know, ignited you know, my adrenaline I picked it up and I brought it in the house and, and although it didn't live, there was something that happened you know, when I was there with it. I could feel a change in me. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and then I did see a change in the bird. And even though I was a little girl, I understood that transcending this planet was its healing. Oh. So I don't know why I love birds so much and why feathers keep showing up, but I always um, take them as a sign. And actually, several years ago, a friend of ours, um, Lily. Oh, I love her. Yes. Um, <laughs> helped me to host the archangels and it's just this you know i know i know it sounds silly but um it's just this um practice that you do like lily would let me know like she's host she was hosting the archangels and they were due to leave on 
I don't know, the seventh day or something like that, and they leave at a certain time, and then they come the next day to your house at 10 o'clock. But in, in the process, you get your house all clean, and you specifically buy one piece of fruit, and you buy some flowers, and you make an intention, and you put it underneath the flowers or underneath the fruit um, and then you host the archangels and honest to goodness I could feel the pre- I have chills right now I could feel mm-hmm. the atmosphere of my home change when they came and ever since then I've really really had the feathers really really had the feathers okay okay yeah well you know uh I, I want to come back to the hypnotherapy some more. Like, like uh, I told the audience, you are a lady of many amazing talents. Um, and you mentioned, uh, we, we mentioned that you're a Reiki master. Uh, recently I saw a picture of you. And let's go back to Reiki. Reiki is energy work on how to, to heal via uh, the body's energy. Um, I saw a picture of you with a picture of your R. I think this is called Carillion Photography. Um, how did that come about? How did, how did you end up getting that picture and something about a lot of angels around you? That picture was taken at um, a spiritual expo. So Recently? Um, two years ago. Oh, okay. Two years ago. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was after I was sick, right, and had to leave California. Mm-hmm. And actually, I, I think I was still a little bit sick then. So I ended up going to the Spiritual Expo, and I was, you know, I was, like, magnetically drawn to this man's booth, um, sat down, had the picture taken. He almost cried. Like, he caught his breath, you know, when he saw the picture. And this was right after I had discovered my birth family. So when he said, wow, you've got a lot of angels around you, it made sense to me, you know, because I've got, I've got grandparents from my adopted mother, grandparents from my adopted father, grandparents from my birth mother, grandparents from my birth father. So I was like, well, you know what? That might be true. Um, but yes, all of the white spots in the purple, um, allegedly, are you know people or angels with me? I did notice it, and I was going to ask what was the meaning of, of variations of colors. I can remember I've never had this done for me, but I remember many years ago my my parents who were both gone. Um, my mother had a Carillion photograph of her aura, and it was all bright red, and my dad's was uh, blue, and I never knew what those meant. Interesting. When you when, when you get the picture, they give you a you know, a pamphlet that lets you know what it is. And um, that that mine was all purple and lavender. I mean, it makes so much sense to me because that's about spirituality. And then above the purple, you could see the, um, the kind of orange and gold. And that's like studying and intellect. And, you know, I, I constantly crave, you know, to learn more things. So I was like, you know, that just really kind of makes sense to me. <laughs> Well, and you know, I, I honestly believe that, that uh, and you know, I'm a student of, of A Course in Miracles, the, the modern uh, non-religious, totally non-dualistic spiritual guide, um, that we all have lots of angels around us, but some people, like you, are just more tuned into it uh, because of your gifts. I know they're there. I'm not particularly, I don't see energy... Uh, that type of thing. Um, 
I'm aware of certain things. I don't seem at this point in my life to have anything developed like you do intuitively, but but I, I have my passion of helping people too. Is there any way that that you think that somebody like me or anybody anybody listening to us can develop this ability to be aware of um, angels and, and energy and that type of thing? Just, it just begins with asking. Asking. I mean, I developed a relationship with angels when I was a little girl, and like four of them would sit on the corners of my bed when some things were not going very well in the environment around me. And I felt so protected, but I knew they were there. I knew that they were there. So, you know, my connection with them came really early and um, I depended on them. But even now, I recently have been asking, you know, for more, for more connection with them. And I don't even know how it came to you. It was a meme or something. It's like, well, are you talking to your angels? It's like, no, I'm not talking to them. You know, of course I did. I felt Michael, you know, Archangel Michael with me when the Hummer was about to hit my little car and, you know, remarkably didn't. Um, so I, I began asking more and more now. I'm like, I, I can't do this here. Can you t- take care of this for me? So I literally give the angels things to do for me. Um, and I know that's kind of a funny way of approaching it, but all we have to do is ask and then start noticing. Well, and too, you know, it, it's interesting. A Course in Miracles teaches that as we become more spiritually aware and uh, enlightened and aligned with universal truth and love and oneness, we don't need particular life lessons or what they call forgiveness lessons anymore. It saves time within your this lifetime or other lifetimes. I'm going to give you a real good example. So I feel I'm pretty well attuned with that. Uh, and, you know, I'm a runner. I go out running almost every day. I live in the heart of a big city. And about five, six weeks ago, I went out for a short run in the morning and rush hour traffic while I came to a light. I was almost done. I was within a quarter mile of the finish of my run. And some cars were coming off a highway onto a major downtown road and they have a stoplight. And I got the white walk light, which I took off and started running. And so I made it maybe 10 feet in and I'm just focused looking ahead because just before I took off into the crosswalk I looked to the left to see if the cars were stopped and that's what I saw. I get out and all of a sudden I hear screech and I look up and there's a car doing about 40 miles an hour just slamming on the brakes. It was trying to run the, the light and didn't see me come out in the crosswalk evidently and she missed me by I don't know a half a foot, a foot, and came to stop, and I was a little off to the side of her headlight, and I twisted at the last moment. I twisted so hard, I actually fell over. But she didn't hit me, and she stopped in time, and I'm in the middle of a busy street. This car stopped, and I uh, cut my elbow, but a uh, but big, big deal, and I got up, and she just rolled the window down and said, I'm sorry. And it, it was a chance for a forgiveness lesson on my part, but I, I 
be honest, I let go of some expletives because I was so in shock, you know, and I, I could have been a little more forgiving. But I kept on, finally I just went running and she took off and a, a lady who saw it happen pulled up and I kept running down the street a little bit and she pulled up her car next to me and said, are you all right? And I said, ma'am, I just have really good guardian angels, you know. And, and I believe that. I really do. And I think I have a purpose. I didn't need that particular forgiveness lesson in my life. You know, if I did need that forgiveness lesson by being dogmatic in my beliefs and not being open to, to all the, these true universal truths and, and love, then maybe it would have been time for me to get hit by a car, be in the hospital for a month or three months, and or, you know, even possibly been killed and use it as a forgiveness lesson. But I didn't need it. Um, all I know is my guardian angels, boy, they are going to get a lot of overtime pay. <laughs> they all have gray hair, what I have put them through in my life. But you know what? I'm not the only one. I know? wonder how if maybe, maybe the driver needed a forgiveness lesson and you were her angel. This is quite true. You're absolutely right. And that is so cool that, that you, you got that perspective. But... Let's go back to uh, the energy uh, thing. We, we were talking about our, ours and uh, energy. Tell us more about Reiki energy healing. I, I find this really interesting. And, and I'll just tell you up front, your, your teacher and one of my teachers, Evelyn Apostolou of Quantum Success Coaching Academy and Quantum Edge Reiki Academy, um, she has done distant Reiki healing on me. And it's amazing, but go ahead if you could tell uh, our audience more about it. When, when Evelyn does Reiki on you, you know it. <laughs> yes, you do. She's an amazing healer and teacher. So, um. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So back in the, you know, it, back with that little bird, you know, I realized holding that little broken bird in my hands, I realized my hands changed temperature. Mm. And the change in the temperature had an impact on the bird. And, you know, after that, cats with hurt legs would show up and I would touch them. Dogs would show up and I would touch them. Then by the time I was, like, 19, you know, a friend would break his leg. So secretly we would gather and I would <laughs> cast. And, and, uh, and I realized that, you know, that there was a power to the... Um, to the energy that flows through us. And when, when I was little, I, the only thing I ever wanted to be was a vessel for God's love. That's the only thing people would be like, what do you want to be? And I go, well, maybe a veterinary. No. Yeah. And that's like, no, I just want to be a vessel for God's love. So, so it, it made sense to me that God's love would flow through my hands. And now Reiki, you know, so beautifully explains it. It's universal energy. It's energy that's available to everybody. All we have to do is open to it. And when you study Reiki, you are attuned, which is just sort of a um, an energetic uh, process that opens you to receiving 
the um, the energy. So you indeed are a vessel for the energy that flows through you. So it's a little bit more um, formal, you know, because there are very specific, if you came to me for a Reiki treatment, I would go through a very specific set of hand movements around your body. And I did would not necessarily have to touch you. I could go right above your skin or I could touch you. And, you know, in the beginning, I kind of, you know, feel your, I ask permission to access your energy field and I can feel where your energy is like balled up and really higher than your other energy or where it's cold. So it's the energy fluctuations that naturally gets smoothed out and healed, if you will, air quotes, um, through the universal energy just flowing through you. So, so there are other um, manipulations of our energy field. Of course, Reiki, which is spelled R-E-I-K-I, I believe it's originally an Eastern uh, study. Reiki. It actually originated in Japan. Yeah, and then the other ones, of course, very similar, only they use needles, is acupuncture, which uses those energy meridians of the body, and I've had that done, and boy, that really does work. Uh, and then also, uh, I, if I'm pronouncing it right, Qigong? Qigong, yeah. which is a form of energy healing and affirmation, I believe, with Greg Braden, uh, scientist, uh, author, self-help author Greg Braden, has an amazing video that... Um, he has had online for a few years in a Chinese hospital uh, a video of three doctors with a, a, a patient who had a tumor. Instead of doing surgery, they had um, uh, an x-ray, I forget what, what's the, the term, they could actually have a video of the tumor on a screen. And they did in unison a powerful affirmation that be gone, be gone, be gone, and whatever the words they were using. And you could see the tumor actually shrink and go away without surgery. They healed her. I, I love that video. It's, yes. It's the Chinese Medicine Less Hospital. And interestingly, and this is such a point of study for me, um, what they were saying is not be gone, but they were all in like-minded agreement mm. that it's already gone. Yes. So saying something like it is done, it is done, right? Because they were already seeing her as whole, perfect, and complete. As we watch on the, I don't know, sonogram or something, as we watch sonogram. the tumor from her kidney completely shrink and be gone. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, whether it's, the laying on of hands in a religion, or whether it's Qigong, or whether it's Reiki. I think that it's all the same thing. For me, it is God's love flowing through me. Um, and all of those other names, right, that we package it with, is so you can appeal to the people that are in your, you know, in your world. Mm -hmm. And I think it, it involves quite a bit of true faith and trust, not only on the people who are supposedly doing the healing, but on the person being healed. Because I have talked to a number of people who have had uh, Reiki done on them, for example, and said, oh gosh, she waved her hands over me. I didn't feel anything. It's all crap, you know. So if you don't have some form of belief, you know, and, and again, everything being energy, your faith and your trust uh, and your belief have to be in alignment with 
allowing the healing to happen. Because if you go in with a dogma that, you know, oh, I'll let her do this, but it's all crap, you know, then you're actually building an energetic wall of resistance. And, and you and I being uh, law of attraction life coaches, boy, we know that all too well with a lot of our clients. So true. You have to, you can go into it going, well, I don't know, but I'm open you know, or you can go into it like, oh, absolutely. But if you go into it like this is a bunch of crap, it's not going to really work for you. And interestingly, um, my medical doctor, he actually texts me now when he needs Reiki. Wow. I know. Uh, now that was like that was like my biggest gift ever. <laughs> you know, I do want to ask you this, and, and and I'm sure you have some stories like this, whether it's hypnotherapy or coaching or or reiki are there one or two particular cases or clients that stand out where you had some pretty amazing results that you can think of so i always it what's coming up for me right now is the uh, the two cases that were the the litmus test for me when i was you know a burn trauma nurse um, you know, cause I, there I was, you know, a little bit defiant, like, okay, you show me, you show me in here that I'm a healer and then I'll be a healer. <laughs> so, um, I ended up getting this patient who had a 99.9% mortality rate. He had the most incredible trauma and it was, it was a certain kind of pelvic fracture that was really, I mean, the most seasoned trauma surgeon didn't really even hadn't seen one in his career. I mean, it's, it's a lethal pelvic fracture. Mm. So I got to work with him from the start through many, many months, but lo and behold, here comes another one with that same kind of lethal fracture. I have chills because the odds of that are so small and I got to work with both of them. And it was there that you know, my heart was pulled to work with them. I had no choice but to do what I was gifted to do with them. And later, both of them ended up walking out of the hospital. I mean, wow. like almost a year later. But that was the litmus test for me because the synchronicity that those two really unusual, you know, injuries would show up and I would get to work with them almost every week that I worked. I would, you know, for continuity of care, I, they would be my patients. And um, and one even came, he was, he was actually a pastor and wow. he came back and, you know, told the trauma surgeons that, you know, Nori healed me. And the trauma surgeon was like, well, we, we know that Nori's a good nurse. He's like, no, you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, no, I didn't, it wasn't me. And they, they said, wait, we can't bill Medicare for that. <laughs> right. Right. So those come back to me. Um, but, boy, I mean, just having my medical doctor text me, mm -hmm. like, I'm, I'm coming back into the country and I'm sick as a dog on the plane. Can you do, you know, distance Reiki on me? Then to have him text me the next day, good, you know, I'm at work, I'm feeling great. That, to me, is probably one of the most powerful confirmations yeah. because he's a Western-trained medicine doctor. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Congratulations. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. You know, there, uh, there's so much power in this. Uh, I was working with uh, coaching a, a client yesterday morning, and 
I had briefly touched on her with the law of attraction process called pivoting, where you understand your own inherent power to, on a dime, turn 180 degrees or pivot from a thought or an idea that um, you, you have the power to change your direction and which way you want to go. And by that I mean, so if you make a statement that, oh, you know, I probably am not going to get this house that I want to buy, you know, it's my dream home, I don't, you know, I don't think I'll get it. But you, wait a second, no, that's not what I want. You can turn around and say, yes, that house is already mine, you know, that type of thing. And it's a very powerful, very simple, and it works. Well, just my own example, yesterday morning after working with that, that client, I went off into my day and I just started to feel like I was getting sick. You know, I just, wow, man, my throat was sore and stuff like that. And I remember being a marathon runner for decades now um, that one of the reasons I've stayed injury-free and healthy, I've had a mantra for many years that injury and illness are not an option. So here I am yesterday, uh, you know, and I just stopped and I pivoted and I said, wait a second, Carl, injury and illness are not an option. I choose to feel good right now. And do you know, Nori, within 10 minutes, I started feeling, I almost felt completely normal. And, and the problem, you know, the sad thing is most people in this world, you know, once they get in that frame, Oh, no, God, I'm coming down with a cold. I knew I was going to get a cold. Everybody's getting the cold, you know, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, our body does not control our mind. Our mind controls our body. And people in this ego-driven world don't understand that. They just don't believe that, you know. And really, I'm serious. Any listeners out there, take the time next time and decide to, to feel good, pivot on the spot. And it doesn't even have to be your health. It can be any other negative situation like that. Absolutely. Yourselves listen. Yourselves listen and follow. Yes, absolutely. And, and of course, I didn't formally know Law of Attraction back when I was working with those two patients. But the first thing that I even said to them, and I... It was gifted to me. I don't even think it was me saying it. Was you're in the burn trauma ICU. You're pretty hurt, but if you use your mind and your prayers, you're going to get well. Mm-hmm. And I always started out with that. And interestingly, the one patient when I had I had done some Reiki on him, it was my form of Reiki. I was not formally attuned, so you know I would use the energy of my hands on him, and I would talk to him. I would talk to him over and over and over, kind of like law of attraction talking. And when he was extubated off the ventilator and he could talk again, he was telling me about these dreams that he was having, that where he was like building a fireplace and he was putting a brick and then this like colored cement but it wasn't cement he said it was kind of like glowing and light mm. and then brick and cement and I think that was his uh, symbolism that helped him to put his body back together it's almost like layers of healing energy a little at a time exactly it was amazing wow, wow. yeah but what we think has everything to do with the way that we feel and what we create. Absolutely. Well, you know, Nori, this this show is, of course, called World Awakenings, the Fast Track to Enlightenment. And 
and you, I'd say you are a real excellent example. I'm so glad to have you on the show because I think you are proof to our listeners that there are things that we can't necessarily see because everybody wants everything within their five senses. You know, well, if I can't see it, touch it, taste it, or feel it, or hear it, then it's not real. And, you know, you are a shining example of that, that it is real. And, and this is one of the things I want to touch on with you, with you is all the spiritual icons and science have come together now, uh, like Brendan D. D. Murphy's book, um, The Grand Illusion, A Synthesis of Science and Spirituality, are now proving this in the world, the population of the world, even though we're stuck with a, with a large uh, majority of people and dogma, you know, it's all junk, you know, it's all crap, they're awakening more and more to this now. What are your feelings on why this is happening now with the people, the population of the world? Because it's time. Yeah. It's really time. I mean, it. we've reached a critical mass, if you will. And thank goodness science and spirit are beginning to, um, the gap between science and spirit is beginning to be bridged. And that's exactly where we need to be. I don't really buy into or I don't really focus on things that are going on around the world. You know, I just trust that it's divine timing. And I focus more on who can who can I impact, you know, to help them to awaken. Who you know, what can I say to make somebody have a better day? You know, that's where my focus is. So I'm I'm not sure why now, except it just really feels like it's time. Oh my gosh, if the world only had more people like you, Nori, gosh, what what a more pleasant, joyful place it, it, it would be. And you know, and, and this just goes back to what we're talking about right now. I think there are now more than ever more and more people like you, like me, who have a passion, who truly want to walk through through the world and, and, and help our brothers and sisters to remember their divine inherent power and, and love. And wow, it, it's, it's just wonderful. It is just wonderful. You know, I, just quickly, I want to go back to healing. You know, you're, you're a natural healer. And one real interesting thing I've read recently, there's several chapters in A Course in Miracles on healing. And for the healer, him or herself, if they go into it and they don't see immediate change in their or, or quick change in the person that they are quote trying to heal, then that actually displays a lack of trust and faith in the source of the healer's power to heal this person and and actually is causing um, the lack of healing and so you have to have faith and understand as a healer, and you know this well, I'm just stating this for the sake of the audience, the healer, the healing doesn't come from, from you. It's you are a vehicle for all that is the source of, of the miraculous energy that's coming through you to the, the patient in front of you. And once you've done that, you as a healer, and, and I'm not a healer, not at this point anyway, but I understand this. You have to just walk away in the faith and trust that light and healing that has come through you is working. Absolutely, and, and this is a very timely conversation because I do have 
other people who, you know, who I kind of mentor, and they recently have come to me with their healing situations, and they're like, well, you know, how do I know he's getting better? I'm like, you know, first of all, you know, I could see how you get really wrapped up in your ego, because Mm -hmm. it's it's not me doing the healing, because if it was me, Oh my goodness, that's such a huge responsibility. So, you know, I have to bring people back to okay, where what what's the source of healing? Mm-hmm. And is this really your responsibility? And the thing that I've learned in these many, many years of being blessed to do this is that for some people, what doesn't look like healing to mainstream America is their healing. So for some people to choose to transcend is actually their healing, and that's their well-being. For some people who have an injury and then have some sort of a deficit that they have to live with for the rest of their life, they still achieved healing. And, you know, healing doesn't have to be a physical injury. It obviously can be healing, a mental healing, uh, especially in the realm of forgiveness. Um, And and that's... uh, that's very important to, to remember. You know, it's funny, when we allow ourselves to be a vehicle for all that is to, to uh, heal or teach, um, that is how I write. I, I love to write. I do a lot of blogging. I have, uh, I have an e-book and a couple other books, that type of thing. Um, when, and, and I'm totally honest about it. This is how I write. When I sit down to start and I do everything on the computer, I actually just sit there and say, okay, God, all that is, light source, just grateful for the opportunity to be able to do this. Please let me be your vehicle and teach and write and speak through me. And I'm not kidding you. I'll go, I'll do that, and and I do that complete openness, and then I'll go, I'll write for 30, 40, 60 minutes, 90 minutes, and then I'll finish up. And maybe a couple days later, I'll go back and I'll look at it and go, huh? Did did I write that? (laughs) Where did that come from? No, really? And it didn't. It came through me. And your writing is so cute. That you're telling me this is not even surprising. I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you heal too, you know. Well, you know, and and I know we're we've been uh, we've been chatting for a while, and and I absolutely love talking to Love here, the lady who's so appropriately named, uh, Nori Love, is certified law of attraction life coach, a certified hypnotherapist, a Reiki master. How can people get in touch with Nori Love? Where can they find you online? How can they do that? Thank you. So uh, my website is uh, going to be up soon. There is a contact page that's up. It's everythingconscious.com. You can be on Facebook, Hypnotherapy with Love, Coaching with Love, or I have a Nori Love page. So, yeah, you're pretty active on Facebook. I know that. Um, So you're going to have a website. Say that website address again. Everythingconscious.com. Okay. Okay, so people can uh, can keep an eye out for that. It'll be up online, uh, uh, active. And I 
totally encourage you to, to contact uh, Nori because you won't regret it. Uh, she's a natural healer. Uh, I've had the opportunity to be friends with her for a while, and uh, it's it's been an honor, Nori, to have you on. Uh, what a great chat. This is uh, World Awakenings. Thank you, Nori. Thank you. Thank you so much, This has been another episode of World Awakenings, the fast track to enlightenment with me, your host, Carl Gruber, a certified law of attraction life coach. I welcome you to tune in to each and every episode of this podcast, World Awakenings, as we open your mind, your heart, and your eyes to the fact that all of the world's population is now, more than ever, awakening to the truth of all things metaphysical and spiritual, and just how much they play an all-important role in our moment-to-moment, everyday life. Much love and light to you, my friend. Thank you for tuning in.